Good evening and welcome to today's podcast of Collins Hill High School football featuring head coach Lenny Gregory. I'm your host, Tim Krajak, and we're coming to you from Culver's Restaurant in Buford. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank Culver's op- owner-operators, Todd and Nancy Rohde, for sponsoring Collins Hill football. If you're in the area, please drop in, enjoy a butter burger and frozen custard, and thank them for their support of our program. Uh, just a quick comment before we get started. Um, as a frustrated, brave Falcon and Bulldog, I want to thank Coach Gregory for uh, salvaging our week last week and, and bring us a victory Friday night. Um, you know, after getting off on the right foot in region play at Duluth last week, our, our Eagles returned to the friendly confines of Faring Field uh, to take on our crosstown rival, Peachtree Ridge. Collins Hill probably played their uh, most complete game of the season on both sides of the ball in the 35 to nothing win over the Lions. In the first half, the defense forced six three and outs and limited Ridge to only 19 yards. Meanwhile, the offense scored 28 first-half points, led by two rushing touchdowns from Jalen Johnson and two touchdown passes from San Horn. Uh, in the second quarter alone, Horn completed 10 consecutive passes as the offense imposed their will on the Lion defense. Uh, the Eagles capped the scoring on the night with a 14-play, 80-yard drive that dominated the third quarter. Um, with all that being said, Coach, how would you summarize the game and and your team's performance last Thursday night? It was a huge win. Um, you know, chance to go 1-0 and um, against a, our rival. And, um, you know, I was really pleased with how the kids played and executed the game plan. You know, I was worried going into the game um, about the short week and the preparation, but our kids uh, and coaching staff did a really good job of getting everybody ready. and. Everybody was dialed in, focused, and um, I think we played the best game we've played so far this year. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and a f- few statistical highlights. Uh, you know, on the evening, Horn was 26 for 31 with 239 yards and three TDs. Um, doing the math on that performance, uh, Horn completed an unbelievable 84% of his passes and had a 134 quarterback rating. Um, if you would talk to us a little bit about the maturation of our sophomore quarterback, Sam Horn, and, and the potential that he's showing you. Well, I, I tell you, the uh, the biggest thing is just his willingness to, to, to learn the game. And, you know, he's got a great coach and mentor in, in uh, Coach Williams who, um, you know, played the position and uh, has coached some really good quarterbacks in, in his time. And and uh, Sam has just been bought into to, uh, improving and really learning his reads and progressions. And, and um, you know, he's a natural athlete. And he's able to make plays, and and um, and and just really good. It's exciting to have that guy, uh, you know, leading our offense. Yeah, you're probably particularly excited that he's only a sophomore. I'm got re- him for a couple more years. I'm really excited that he's just a sophomore. <laughs> All right. So last Thursday night was also uh, Youth Night at the Hill. It was a special opportunity for the Collins Hill GFL players to spend some time on Fairing Field, interacting with your players. You know, what's your impression of the talent that you see in our feeder program and the future of our football program? Yeah, uh, it was a great showing by our, by our youth program. And, you know, talk about a Thursday night, um, really appreciate their parents, you know, bringing those young kids up there on a Thursday night. You know, most of the parents probably had to work on Friday, but we had a large crowd and, um, uh, you know, just kind of following our kids. Uh, you know, our, our nine-year-old team is undefeated right now. Really, uh, really doing a good job. A lot of talent there, and then our um, our, our seventh, our, you know, our 12-year-old team, which are 
you know, seventh graders, they're undefeated and just a ton of talent. Um, and our eighth grade team, our eighth grade team won and, and they've, um, you know, they're doing a good job this year. So um, throughout our whole program, we're seeing, we're seeing our culture change. We're seeing our kids find success and uh, we're, we're winning a lot of games in our, in our youth program. That's uh, it's good to hear, and, and the future does certainly look bright uh, for, for the Eagle program. Um, so now let's uh, continue our game ball tradition. Uh, it's time to recognize our players of the week. Game balls are awarded these players who uh, and, and, and these game balls that were donated uh, uh, generously by Susan Plunkett in memory of Frosty Plunkett, the original voice of the Collinsville Eagles. So the scout team player of the week is junior Stephen Roussan. Stephen, uh, as you know, uh, your job is to help the team prepare for the opponent that week. Uh, what does it mean to you to earn one of the game balls this week? Um, I feel it's, um, you know, I I take pride in it. Um, but, every, you know, every week Coach Priest us about getting better. And so I feel like as a scout player it's my, it's my job to go harder um, and, you know, give my offense a good look. That way coming out on Friday, you know, they're prepared and there's nothing new coming out. So, you know, I feel like it's a great opportunity. And I'm glad, you know, I'm rewarded. You must have done a good job because the team looked very well prepared for Peachtree Ridge for sure. The special teams player of the week is junior Justin Richardson, who gained 74 yards on four punt returns for an average return of 18 and a half yards. Uh, Justin, a punt returner, uh, as a punt returner, what are you thinking about uh, as you prepare to field a punt, and how do you get the most yardage out of each return? Really just to catch the ball, and even if it's a fair catch or not, make sure I secure the ball. And if it's not, if not a fair catch, make the first person miss, and I know I got something going. Well, yeah, you got to start with the with catching the ball first, don't you? You know, and, and uh, so many people try to start running with the ball before they get it. So uh, you're doing a great job. Uh, you certainly have that opportunity to help flip the field. Uh, so uh, we look forward to many more great returns for you uh, coming from you the rest of the season. Our lineman of the week is senior Cameron Kinney, who earned the award for recording four tackles for a loss and a sack of the quarterback. Uh, Cameron, you play both sides of the ball as an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. How does your experience on the offensive side of the ball help you when you are attacking as a defensive lineman? A lot of guys on offense, you know, their stance gives away where they're going. So, you know, when I look at their stance, I can at least narrow down where the ball is going and, you know, just go make the play. So, yeah. It's great that you can do that. I know sometimes on, on defense it's it's uh, it's about getting off the ball really quick and, and uh, you know, sometimes you, it's more reaction as far as, uh, you know, playing you know, right after the snap and, and going after the ball. But that split second probably right before you, that ball is being snapped, you probably have a lot of things going through your mind of what's going to happen, so you're anticipating very well. And we look forward to having to, uh, some more big plays uh, next week. All right, our defensive player of the week uh, was awarded to Bryson Holden, who had 10 tackles, two of which were for a loss and a pass breakup. Uh, Bryson, uh, you're really picking up steam as the season goes on. Uh, who's your position, Coach, and uh, what are you doing in practice that helps you prepare for the game? Uh, my position coach is uh, Coach Swick, and every day he he makes sure that if we make a mistake, we always pay for it to where we can be perfect into the, when we go into the game. 
and stuff. So it might be one little simple mistake, but he's always going to be on our tails to make sure that we get it right preparing for the game. Well, you know what they say. Uh, not only does practice make perfect, but perfect practice makes perfect, right? So he's that's what he's instilling in you. All right. Uh, and finally, no surprise here. The Offensive Player of the Week goes to sophomore Sam Horn. Sam, in the past two weeks, you've completed 38 of 47 passes for 504 yards with eight touchdown passes and one rushing touchdown. Um, you're only six games into your sophomore season, yet you're playing like that seasoned veteran. Uh, what do you attribute uh, to what do you attribute the success you've had so far this season? Um, first off, you know the offensive line—they're knowing that they're able to protect me as well as they, as well as they do. You know that really helps, giving me a pocket to stand in and throw good balls and everything. And you know the receivers being able to get open—you know that that really helps as well. And also knowing that you know. Every now and then you can hand it off to a running back, and you know they're going to get five yards per game. And that, that you know, knowing, knowing that, it just it feels good to know that you're, other than you, other people can, yeah, other people can advance the ball. And, I mean, Coach Dante has been, you know, teaching me how to do stuff like that, you know, teaching me to, you know, rely on other people and also, you know, taking control sometimes and you have to be able to make the plays. And I think – He's done a very good job of that, teaching me how to do stuff like that. Good job, Sam. We, we appreciate all you're doing. Uh, you're doing a great job, and I think that was very smart of you to give credit to your offensive lineman first. <laughs> that is the move of a seasoned veteran, don't you think, Coach? Oh, there's no doubt, especially <laughs> when he's got big Cameron Kenny sitting right next to him. You want to keep that guy happy, Sam. <laughs> Congratulations to all our game ball recipients. Thanks for being with us tonight. Y'all keep up the good work. Uh, Coach, what would you like to say about the game ball recipients this week? Uh, once again, it is, uh, it's just neat to see the kids and how much fun they're having with this and a chance for us to recognize them and for our uh, listeners to hear you know, these kids talk about what it means and the preparation and how they're able to you know, uh, accomplish these, these game ball awards. And, and uh, it just shows that it means something to them. When you listen to the scout team uh, player of the week, uh, you know, Stephen Rasan, and you, you know, you hear him talk about how, you know, he's listening to me and um, how important that is. It just, you know, it just confirms that, um, that, that this is working and the kids are excited about it. All right. And, uh, you know, as our, our players of the week return their seats, I, I think it's uh, – uh, Time to remind our listeners to make plans to visit Culver's here in Buford. The roadies invest heavily in the community, and as evidenced by their sponsorship of Collins Hill Football, uh, the next time you're in the area, please uh, let them know that our illustrious Coach Gregory sent you. So, um, Coach, in addition to your Player of the Week honors, you, you also uh, have some other special awards every time we have a victory, and, and uh, tell us about some of those awards from last Thursday's performance. Yeah, one of the, one of the neat things um, – that we do at Collins Hill. There's a lot of tradition. It's one of the things I love about uh, being the head football coach at Collins Hill is there's so many neat traditions that, that go on uh, in our program uh, surround, surrounding our Friday night football games. And one of them is the, uh, you know, if we win, there's flags that, that come down, um, you know, a game flag. And, um, you know, so we, we take that 
you know, it's presented to me by uh, our booster club. And um, so we'll award that right there after the game as we, you know, meet on the field. And, and I usually give it to somebody that's deserving or maybe played a great game. Um, you know, this week um, I rewarded uh, our defensive coordinator for, for, uh, for a big shutout. We, uh, we make that a defensive goal every week. As a matter of fact, the kids uh, this week, you know, they you know, talked about uh, getting a shutout. We had a shutout on Peachtree Ridge last year, which was our first shutout. And uh, the kids said, hey, coach, if we get shutouts, will, we, um, will you get, get us donuts? So um, I made them a deal. So we gave Coach Patton the, the, the game flag, and we gave the kids uh, donuts on Monday. So that was, that was really neat. Um, then we give out a lot of different awards. We've got uh, the Hammer Award, which uh, we gave out to uh, Kelvin Anderson. That was an, that's the offensive block uh, of the game. Um, the Wood is our defensive big hit. And uh, we gave that to Cameron Kenny. Cameron had, he had four tackles for losses, a sack, and two assistant um, tackles. So, but uh, he made some big time hits. Uh, moving the chains, uh, we gave to Clint Gilbert. That's an award that we give to a player that, you know, extends drives and makes plays to keep drives going. And Clint Gilbert's a, a slot receiver for us that you know, really had a had a big game, had a big touchdown. Uh, everybody's excited about about Clint's performance on Friday. And then uh, McDonald's, one of our sponsors, uh, gives us uh, Big Mac coupons, and we call uh, give them out for the Big Mac Sack Awards. And uh, Cameron Kenny got one of those. Kelvin Anderson and Charles Steele. So he had a lot of plays in the backfield on Friday night. That's awesome. You're getting you're getting uh, great performances from a lot of different players, and it's great that you're taking the time to recognize uh, those performances. Um, you know, a lot of these names you see, you know, there's some that are repeating from week to week, but then there's a lot of new names that show up, and and uh, I know those players have got to appreciate that recognition. All right. Well, now it's that time to leave that victory over Peachtree Ridge in the past and turn attention to another team from Swanee, the North Gwinnett Bulldogs. Uh, Friday night, we're going to take a short trip across I-85 to take on another nationally ranked team. Um, how does North Gwinnett um, compare to some of the other nationally ranked teams we've played this season, like Marietta and McEachern, who, by the way, play each other this week? Yeah. So, um, you know, as, as the season progresses, teams get better, and they change their – um, personnel and things like that and, and looking at North Gwinnett as you know they dropped the first game of the season they are such a different football team right now than they were in that game one um, and you know now they're I think they're ranked in the top five in the state and uh, they're nationally ranked they're they're they will be the best football team that we've seen on our schedule and that, I think they're better than Marietta and I think they're better than McEachern and um, what makes them better is, you know, they've got a quarterback that really extends drives, and they've got dynamic uh, playmakers on both sides of the ball. 
Well, it, it's going to be a, it's going to be a great test. Um, so, what is the scouting report on Nerf? What kind of offense do they run? You know, uh, as fans of the game, you know, when we're watching, what kind of defensive alignment, you know, should we be looking for? And and uh, you know, what, what can you share with us uh, about what we as fans, at least, are going to see um, coming come Friday night? Well, one of the things they do real well is they run the football well. Okay, and you know, they're, they're a spread offense, but, but they really run the ball good. They've got a really good running back. Um, and then off of their run game, they've, they've got a lot of RPOs. Um, and, um, you know, when you look, you know, run pass options. And so, you know, they're, they're going to fake a run, run action and pull it. And the quarterback's an uh, incredible athlete, and he can get out in open space and and they'll throw it to a receiver as you know everybody thinks it's a run, and here's here's the ball you know in flight. So they uh, they make a lot of plays and they they do a lot of things on offense. So we've got our work cut out for us on on um, on defense, and then their defense is incredibly aggressive, and uh, they've got some some big time players over there on that side of the ball as well. So they're just a really good football team. And then. Um Got to ask you, what what would a victory over North Gwinnett mean to you, our football program, and our community? Well, it'd be it'd be huge. It would uh, put us at the top of, of Region Six, and you know, a chance to to win a region championship. Uh, I think if I'm if I'm correct, um, Collins Hills only won two region championships in in 26 years. Uh, we're trying to change that, and our goal, our first goal is to make the playoffs, right? Every year, you know, we come up with our team goals and number one is to make the playoffs. Number two is to win a region championship. So this would, this would, you know, get us in position to win a region championship and, um, and host a home playoff game, which hasn't happened at Collins Hill in a long time. Uh, we're looking forward to it and we're, we're going to uh, be there. We want to encourage you know, all the Eagle fans uh, to, to come on out. Uh, like I said, it's a short trip across I-85. We need to have a great turnout, um, make our presence known, and, and really be that 12th man for our, uh, uh, for our team up there in the stands. Uh, thank you, Coach. Uh, we, you know, we, we thank all those who participated in the Spirit Night uh, podcast tonight. Uh, we truly appreciate all of our listeners, uh, literally that are throughout the world. Uh, we've been watching uh, who's who's listening to us, and and we have folks coming in from from various countries all over the world. Um, I have a nephew that's in China that I'm putting the pressure on him. He's better listen to this podcast at least at least this <laughs> week so that we can rank you know, put that one on the tally board. Uh, we actually have a guest from San Francisco here tonight, um, so they're they're flying in from from all over the place to be with us. Uh, next week, we're going to continue our Spirit Night um, podcast tour uh, from Chili's in Lawrenceville, so please make plans to join us at 7 o'clock next Tuesday as we recap the North Gwinnett game and talk about our next opponent. Uh, so once again, we would like to thank Culver's here in Buford for hosting the Collins Hill Football Spirit Night. Todd and Nancy, thank you. Uh, also want to thank our podcast engineer, Bernardo Richardson. Great job as always, Bernardo. And now as we bring this podcast to a close, remember it's a great day to be an Eagle. Beat North.